Welcome everybody to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan. And my name's Kay. And we're delighted to be back with a brand new show. First of all, I just wanted to say thank you all so much for the lovely comments and messages we've been seeing about the radio show. There's been lots of people saying how excited they get when they see it ping up that there's a new episode. Oh, that's nice. And it is really nice to hear because the radio show operates very much in a different way to all the other content we put out. Because we put that out on YouTube, and because that's visual and because the comments are right there, we see all the comments and we see how much you guys appreciate that content. And sometimes when we're putting the radio show out, it feels like it's going out into like a sterile vacuum. Mm, kind of does, and, yeah. and we don't really know what anybody thinks or if, it, if people are enjoying it. So we really did want to say thank you all so much for taking the time to say how much you enjoyed it and you know it really does inspire us to keep doing it which is great so yes we're back and we're back with a tricky subject we are back with a bit of a tricky subject it's a subject which i feel like i'm walking on hot coals Yes, yes i also feel a bit like that i don't know why you're not walking on any hot coals no but i i do have a kind of no, no, you, 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 yeah, through the course of, of the conversation, we'll find out things. But yeah. I, I think your opinion, whatever your opinion is, is completely valid. Because I'm a woman. I think my opinion, unfortunately, isn't remotely valid. Right. And I don't know what that says about the world. Yeah, yeah. What we're going to be talking about today, ladies and gentlemen, is, as you saw in the title, is chivalry dead? Now, what is we, chivalry allowed more like really what we mean by chivalry is we mean for example i was brought up to respect people and i was brought up i was definitely brought up to especially respect women yeah and i was brought up you see i was thinking back about this and, you know, the whole thing with me putting people on the inside, mm. that's not women, that's anyone I care about. Yeah, when you, Dan means when he's walking along the pavement, he will always, whoever he's walking with, he'll always make them go on the inside, so that if a car careers off, I then... can push them out of the way and take yes. the brunt of it. Yes, And there are, there's other things which no doubt will come up in the course of this show. What... I learned about 10 years ago and really how this show came about was I was at an event and I opened the door for a lady who walked through that's another thing that I would always do wouldn't just be ladies I would open doors for it would be anyone that I respected Mm. so you know male female definitely female I would Mm. always open the door for a lady but you know if I was with a guy who I respected I would go and I would just I don't mm, the door for them. Mm. And I remember being told I couldn't do that anymore. And I was like, what? Who told you that? Uh, well, first of all, it doesn't necessarily matter oh, because... Right, okay. <laughs> and second, I actually can't remember. Right. If you can hear beeping... Oh, it's the washing machine. It's our washer. Oh, gosh. It's telling me it's finished. And it's it, clearly got it, an opinion on what only, we're talking about. It not only beeps once, it beeps three times. So annoying. To tell me. I, I loathe it. I think I've said this before. I loathe things that beep to Annoy- tell me that they're done. Annoyed the beeps. Oh. oh, do you remember when we first moved into this house, whenever we opened the door, it beeped? So it did. Yeah, and the I alarm had, beeped. I had to, like... It did. ...discover the secrets of alchemy to stop it happening. Yeah, But I did. I managed true. to find out how to stop it. It was unbelievably yeah. annoying. Anyway, so look, what we're talking about today is we're talking about is respect, primarily for ladies, mm. 
acceptable? Or is it is benevolent it, sexism? Is it deemed as benevolent sexism? Which is something, you know, it's a term that I wasn't aware of, didn't know existed, and I did a tiny bit of research when I knew we were going to be talking about this. And it turns out what Danny's talking about in terms of, you know, open the, opening the doors for women, um, you know, things that we, you know, we'll talk about, other things as we, as we walk. But those kinds of acts Is it can acceptable? be deemed as what's called benevolent sexism. So do I need to completely change my character and my ways or can I carry on? Do you want me to answer that question I, for no, you, Iraq? Okay. As I have been doing for the last 47 years. Yes. Let's get out for our lovely walk. We have no keys. So we're off. The first thing we must say is we're having typically interesting weather. If it's not raining, it's windy. Yeah, so it's quite and, breezy today. And rain, as I found out, on, I think it was the show, the show before last, I think what happened was, I do think the radio mic was old, mm. but I remember, I think I'd been out filming. Oh, uh, it got wet. And it wasn't like full rain, mm. because, you know, I would always do something about that. Mm. But it's that annoying, Just sort of moist. Yeah, wetness in the air. Yeah, you hate mm. that with your hair, I don't do. You? My hair goes like a frizzball. A sort of, probably the most frustrating type of, of wetness as well I don't know quite how to word it it's like a mizzle yeah because that's the type of weather where that's a farrow and ball paint color is mizzle yeah, it's a good one it's a nice one yes it's a sort of very pale greenish grayish very nice it's the type of weather where you look out you think oh, I'll be fine I'll put on my raincoat mm. and I'll take a brolly mm -hmm. but the problem is you're still walking into it yeah, yeah so you yeah, still yeah. end up sort of drenched you do. we need some sort of umbrella that goes like all down your <laughs> all body all encompassing yeah I, I tell so you you're what, walking along in a little cubicle well what it could be <laughs> I really want that what it could be is you could have it because this type of material, it's not heavy anymore. No, it's not. So what you could have is you could have a frame yeah. that sits on your head and then... On your head? Yes, yes, yes. So on your head, you've got like a circular frame. Oh, I don't know if I could deal with it on my head. So yeah, I'd hold it like no, no, a it's just, No, no, a circular frame on your head, just like a hat. Right. So it's like a hat that's going onto your head. A bit like a... So it would feel like a cap. Like, like like a cat, that sort of grip on your head. But then and it would come, but then it'd be really close to your face though, wouldn't it? No, it, it wouldn't because coming up from, this, oh, this, is, this is a complex design, coming up from the circular bit that's, that's around your head, yeah. there would be um, some sort of upward protruding arms. But it would have to be really lightweight. It'd have to yes. be that super lightweight it's stuff very lightweight. that they use for like bikes and yes. things. And then over the top, stretching down to the floor. Yeah. So for me, that would be nearly six foot five. Yeah. It would stretch down to the floor be just riding just above floor level there would be lovely clear yeah some sort of clear material yes and you could walk along <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't look weird at all no, no. i don't think i think you know everyone would, would want be one perfectly normal we need to go on dragon's den with we this we do we do what would we call it <laughs> oh yes oh it's mm, a tricky one it is we'll have to come up with a, a cool name yeah It's really tricky, right? Because 
I mean, first of all, what is chivalry? Well, well yeah, I'll exactly. Tell you, I'll, I'll tell you the, the, the roots of chivalry. So chivalry started around the sort of 1100s yeah. in France. And the original name for it, the French name is, I mean, it's like said with a French accent, very similar to chivalry. Yeah. Chivalry. Um, <laughs> very good, darling. But it, it, it actually comes from the uh, Latin word cavaliariae. Caval oh. And from that word, we get two words. One is cavalry. Yeah. And the other is chivalry. Right. But the funny thing is, chivalry actually means cavalry. Oh. Because chivalry, in essence, so the, the French word, which we are saying the English version of, yeah. if you were talking about someone who had chivalry, this was a person around about 1100 who was probably of noble birth. This one word meant all of this, by the way. Right. So if he has chivalry, he's of noble birth, he has the finances to have a war horse, yeah. and he also has a strong man at arms to accompany him to war. Oh, he sounds great. If so called upon. Yeah. Basically, this is a knight. Oh, right, okay. So, so if someone has chivalry, they are a knight. Yeah. And I found the chivalric code. Oh. It's epic. Gosh. It's like the Ten Commandments of oh, the chivalric right. code. Right. And uh, basically, it talks about always telling the truth, it talks about identifying, and this is where it gets interesting, right? Because it talks about you should identify, and this is, yeah, you see, I feel like I'm going to talk myself into, into a corner. A corner. Mm. But the facts of it are, and we have to be honest here, is the chivalric code talks about identifying weaknesses and protecting them. Right, okay. So, it's not, it doesn't say... So it doesn't specify women no, in, in that? No, it doesn't say women. What it's saying is, anyone who is weaker than you, yeah. you should, within your vicinity... Yeah. So anyone weaker than you within your vicinity, in a knight's case, because the knight would inevitably be the lord of the manor, yeah. his job would be to look across his manor, look for anyone who was weak, so that might be the young, it could be the infirm, yeah. it could be if he deemed it ladies yeah and uh, cherish them and protect them yeah now i don't understand why doing that is bad no and i'll be honest neither do, do i which is why i guess this whole topic is kind of a little bit um it's very touchy for a lot of people i think you know, and it's this whole, because benevolent sexism, the way it's described, it's when you are doing some kind of act, which is an act of kindness. So, opening a door for you. Yes, for example, opening a door Letting for, you walk for a up lady, the stairs let's first. say. Letting you walk up the stairs first. Um, taking off your coat, because it's taking off my coat, giving it to you because it's a cold day. Yes. Those kinds of acts of kindness are now deemed by some to be a um, gentle form of sexism, if you like. A, I mean, it's, it's really hard for me to describe it. I mean, you'd Google it yourself if you want to get a full description of it, but it's basically when you're doing something unknowingly that you think you're just being kind or polite, 
and the other person can interpret that as it being a sexy snack, like you need help. Like, you know, I don't need help to open a door. I'm perfectly capable of opening a door myself. It's that kind of a reaction, I think. Could it be, surely it could be argued then that if I was, let's imagine I was 85 and you opened a door for me. Yeah. Surely it would be my right to be just as offended. I guess so, yes. Yeah, I, I guess that would be the case. But, you know, personally, I, I open the door for anyone. You know, if, I'm, if I get to a door first and I'm with someone, we're using this door thing as just an example. But, you know, if I get to the door I would, and somebody's with me, I will open the door and I'll step back so that whoever I'm with, child, man, woman, whatever, whoever, I'll let them go first. The funny thing is, in all the years that we've been together, I've never let her get to the door first. No, no. <laughs> I kind of, you see, I know how Dan operates, so I, you know, I expect, not expect him to do that, but it's in my subconscious that he's going to do that. You know, it's like, for example, now, we've just crossed over a road to the other side, and I just automatically let go of his hand on that side, go round to the inside and take his hand on the other side because I know that's what he will want me to do. And that's fine, doesn't bother me. You know, I know why he's doing it and I know that it's a, an act of his sort of protection and love of me. And I've got no issue with that whatsoever. And I, I, I mean, I, I know I sort of said this before, but I do feel like I need to just say it once more. I wouldn't just do that with you. No, of course not. Obviously, y you are a very important person in my mind to do it for. Yeah. Well, the most important person. But similarly, I would do exactly the same. Definitely for... Well, I would, I would do the same for anyone who yeah. I, I respect it. Yeah. So, you know, but, but I think what's difficult is that, you know, my instinct would be a kid I would put on the inside. Yeah. So any kid I was with, male yeah. or female, yeah. I would put on the inside. And it does start to make me feel more and more like... And I do that with Bryony, even now. Yeah. You know, she's 17 and even now I would do that with her. What concerns me is... I do feel like when I look at the, sh the, 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 the chivalric code, identifying weakness and protecting them, it makes me worry that that's what I'm doing. But then another part of me thinks, why am I worried about that? Yeah, you, well, I, I agree. And I suppose a lot of people will say, well, this code is from the 1100s and it's just not relevant anymore. A lot, I know that that's what a lot of people would say. But what I... And, at the end of the day, everyone's got their own opinion and you lead your life however you want to lead your life, don't you? But I, I think there's, there's still a lot of relevance in it because at the end of the day, we're still all humans and we are still all living our lives differently. We're all of different abilities. We all have different talents. Yeah, we do, but I think what you're, what, 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 what you're doing is a common thing which people tend to do, specifically in the Western world, is that they think that the world we live in now is not the same as what it was in 1100. And the question I would ask you is, 
are people still fighting for their lives all across the world? Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. And no one should feel remotely depressed about that. And the reason why they shouldn't is because that is the way it has been since the dawn of humankind. Yeah. You know, since the first prehistoric people yeah. clashed with clans from over the hill. You yeah, know, yeah. human beings, sadly, I mean, it, it's a shame that we always seem to be fighting each other. It is. But that is a fact, and we're still doing it now. Yeah. So I would argue that the, 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 the chivalric code is just as valid now, because people are still having, and the world, the world, the street that we're walking down now is an extremely dangerous place. It's not the best area in the world, yeah. But any street, you know, like cars veering off the road. I know it might yeah. sound silly, but it's about, but you know, look, I think that the, the crux to this is, as a woman, does it feel like I'm putting you down and making you? No, well, no, I, no, I don't feel like, in fact, I feel kind of the opposite. And I, I've no idea in this modern world what that makes me, I really, I really don't, but, I really like that feeling that Dan is always there to look after me. But conversely, I'm here to look after him. You know, it's a two-way street. Yeah. I mean, but I, I have absolutely no issues with the things that Dan does in terms of him being, you know, it would be deemed being gentlemanly, wouldn't it, back in the day? Yes, exactly. Being a gentleman and... So I, it doesn't make me feel lesser than, or belittled, no. or, you know, any other amount of words that could be used. What's so difficult for me is, you know, I don't do it to belittle anybody. I do it for the opposite reason. Yeah. I feel like I'm not belittling you. I feel like I'm championing you. Yeah. I do get, I do understand that and I do get it and like I said, I, I, I quite like it, you know, I, I do quite like that feeling of being protected and being looked after and I, I don't see what the issue is that, uh, with that is, you know, when you're in a relationship with someone, surely part of that relationship for both of you is to care for them, to look after them, to protect them, to make sure that their welfare is taken care of. I, 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 I have no issues, <laughs> I'll be honest. I think it, it's probably worth just touching on because there might be some listeners, maybe new listeners, who might think maybe we're like some, like we, we, we were just watching the Waltons the other day. Yeah, <laughs> oh gosh, this was so funny. You know, the Walt, everybody knows the Waltons, don't you? It was made in the 70s, but it was depicting life in the 30s and 40s. And they've got a very traditional, traditional life. You know, Olivia is the mother and she's at home. She looks after all the children and John is the worker. And there was something going on. One of the kids had, oh, Ben honestly is a nightmare. He'd, he'd decided to run off. And um, Olivia and her mother-in-law had gone to look for him. So when John and the grandfather came in for their lunch, there was no lunch ready. And John kicked off what saying, did he, say? he said, 
something like, you know, we've put in a hard morning's work and we come in and the table's not even set. <laughs> so, Bright, I mean, Bryony was listening to this and she just was laughing her head off because she was like, this is just so terrible. She was laughing because she thought it was so terrible that he was saying that. And we were all kind of giggling at it. It is an example of, of how... I guess life isn't so like that these days. No, and the, in reason, the roles of men and women. The reason why I brought that up was I didn't want people thinking that that was the type of home life that we. Absolutely not. We live Absolutely very not. much, I feel, no. in an extremely modern existence. We're not condoning we, that behaviour at all. No, you the, know, the point of me bringing this up was to say that we live in a extremely uh, balanced household. We, we do. share everything. We do. And we share the housework, we yes. share the cooking, Yes. we share, you know, Everything. looking after Bryony when needs be, and she's yes. older, but yeah. it, it's all shared, so, yeah. so we I, are very I, much not the Waltons. I don't want you thinking that, you know, the reason why Kay's saying that she's cool with me doing the things that I do with opening doors and all of that is because I'm some sort of 1940s pariah. No, it's absolutely not. That's, that's certainly not the case at all. It's absolutely not. really terrified me about this situation is. Gosh, there's a whole massive amount of people walking towards us. We can go on the grass field. What is that all about? Do you want to go on the grass? My walking friend is one of them. Yeah, let's go on the grass. We're still very cautious around people post-Covid experience, I've got to say. It's really bothered me, but anyway. Well, understandably, because it is everywhere again. Yeah. So. You know, it's totally cool. He's waving, he's waving. Oh, morning. morning. Good morning. Morning. Oh, there's lots of them. Massive. Morning. morning. Huge, huge family group today. How lovely. We've all come out for a walk. How nice that they're all oh, saying hello. I know, hello. and they all wave at me and smile and say hello. Oh, it brightens my day, honestly. Well, there you go. I mean, it's it's so a lot. nice. What? sort of terrifies me about this situation it's because okay you know I'm I'm all for well I completely respect other people's opinions and also I'm a great believer in that perception is reality the way that someone perceives something yeah. is their reality yeah. but what's terrifying about this is when can any of us ever do anything? Because without worrying about our what actions. someone else. Yeah. Because I if, find it very confusing. I sometimes if, say, if don't I? Am I allowed to say this? Am I allowed to do this? If we behave in a way, if we listen to everything out there that tells us what we can't do. Yeah. Well, I would be a totally different person. So yeah. let, let's just start with the subject we're talking about today. Yeah. I'm lost for words because. Surely in the world, we all have a place. And if my place is not to protect you, whose place is it Yeah. To you see, so you? I guess some people would say, well, I don't need protecting. I think that would be the reaction. What I'm saying is, I want to protect you from all harm. Yeah. Or do everything that I can to protect you from all harm. I do not know what is going on today in the park. It's like every person in the world is in the park. Well, shall I tell you what it is? It's because we're a little bit later than no, no, I normally no, no, go. No, no, no. It's because the I sun's think, out. I think it is 
And this is the reason why we love the winter yeah. and why we don't like the summer. The sun's out, it's a little bit milder. And suddenly, suddenly everyone is being hidden away houses. in their houses. <laughs> comes I just out. feel like saying, look, I've been out every single day regardless of the weather. Yeah, just give me some space. Yeah. You know, enjoy the park, <laughs> but it's not your park, oh, it's now our park. We've got park. a leaf blower. If you want to talk about the modern world, let's just address the leaf blowers, shall we? My goodness. Can I ask, what, what was the problem with the rake? I know, that's, that's what I was thinking. You know, would, did people never pick up leaves and bits of twigs and branches before I leaf blowers came? I just don't, I don't, oh. I don't get it, you know. I used to have to do it as one of my chores yeah, at home. Yeah, I know. You used to have to rake the garden and then, well, we had quite a large garden, we were quite lucky. You'd have to rake the garden, and then I remember the whole two planks of wood technique oh, yeah. for picking up to the. To scoop it up. Yeah, and then you used to stick it down on the bonfire, and then every November the 5th, my dad would get a load of petrol. Oh, oh my goodness. Pour it all over the bonfire. Happy days. Obviously, I am not condoning that behaviour. No, and do not put petrol on your bonfires, people. I can't remember if I've told this story before, but. It was one particular November the 5th, or it was November the 4th. Oh, I can't remember now actually, because why would he be lighting it through the day? It was definitely autumn time. Yeah. And it was really still. Right. There was no air at all. Good bonfire day. So, pours petrol all over. Oh my goodness. And my mum is off somewhere else in the garden. He then flicks the match, throws it, oh, and the fumes caught fire. Oh my gosh. It knocked us over. You're kidding. No, I'm not. My mum comes running around the gosh. top of the garden. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. <laughs> we got an absolute roasting. Go what, this way. Why it's I really got a roasting, I do not know. You didn't do anything. I didn't. I mean, I remember maybe gosh, giggling. so reckless. Maybe giggling and thinking, this is fun. <laughs> yeah. Playing with petrol. You wouldn't have thought that if you'd ended up in hospital. No, exactly. But, you know, coming back to the whole chivalry thing, I mean, you know, so... But I just <laughs> want to say as well, actually, that I don't mind if a man op or anybody, let's say, opens the door for me or not. I, it doesn't bother me one way or the other. If, if that person doesn't want to, I ain't got a problem with that. Conversely, if they want to, I've not got a problem with that. I think, I think your point is you don't expect someone to open no, the door. No, I don't you. expect no. it. No. But if someone does that, I just accept it and it's, it's perfectly fine and I don't get offended. To me, you know, and, and this is where I start to feel like some sort of dinosaur, but I just feel like it's like a really respectful and also, if someone did that for me, right? I said this to you when we were talking about this show. If someone opened the door for me, I would not be offended. That person would immediately shoot up my leaderboard mm. of people I mm. think are pretty, mm. pretty darn cool. Because it's, it, it's mean, like respect. Yeah. But I mean, the, the actions that you take, I think that we, I think is reciprocal with us, isn't it? You know, I think mm. we both do these sort of caring, nurturing actions, I guess, it would be deemed as, I don't know. 
Well, yeah, it um, is. But then, you know, uh, being honest with you, it does start to... And this is why. There was another example, actually, right. in this benevolent thing. It was the man always offering to do the driving when it's a long journey. That was an act of benevolent sexism. That, to me, is... I mean, that, that, that's never been say, an issue. thank you very much, darling. Please go ahead yes, and drive, that's is never what been I an would issue, say. I just... I can't believe this. I can't believe this. That, but that was another example that was given. It does... It, it, it brings you... Sort of... It's picking up maybe on little bits of the humour conversation that we had. And that someone somewhere is always going to be offended by something that absolutely, you say. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, that example... In our situation, Dan knows that I don't like driving. So that's why he does the bulk of the driving. Yeah. So he would always... In fact, we would never even ask. No. He would just, if we were driving somewhere that was like an hour or even half an hour or whatever, yeah. he would just get in, you know, he would just drive. It wouldn't even be an the option. The thing is, though, right, the thing is, though, if you... And, and this is where this, this sort of benevolent... I can't even say it, benevolent sexism yeah. thing... If you're in a relationship, if I knew that you liked driving... Yeah. Well, then it's a whole different ball game, it is isn't it? It's a whole different ball game, yeah. And then what, we're not then talking would, about benevolent say, sexism. We're talking about are you in a healthy relationship where you're both respecting yeah. each other? You know, if, we, if it was a three-hour journey, you would say, do you want to go first or shall I go first? Or should we swap over at half-time or whatever? Yeah, you drive there, I'll drive back. Yeah, or whatever, yeah. And surely, if you're in a respectful relationship, whether you're the girl and you love driving or not, you're going to be cool with, oh, yeah, well, I'm sharing... Because he likes driving too. Yeah. How strange to be in a, a relationship where both people like driving. Because I find it the most tedious <laughs> boredom. Yeah, also. and I, I don't really like driving. But you will, you will drive, you know. Yes, of course. And I, you know, I don't... No. I don't see... But then, you know, another person would say, well, I'm perfectly capable of driving, thanks very much, I'll drive, you know. Um, and be a bit put out by that. What it feels like to me is that it is another example of, for some reason in the modern world, everything seems to be wrong. It does. It's like whatever think, anyone does is yeah, wrong yeah. and it has to change and someone's going to be offended by it. And yeah. I, I bet you, I bet you this is a completely Western world problem. Very possibly, yeah. I, I'm, and it just... It just it really I worries me, because I just feel like we've gone so... Far the other way, yeah. I find myself, when I'm in the company of, of certain people, younger family members, let's say, um, college-age family members, for example, I, I just I have to be really careful about. I feel like I'm, I have to think about everything that I say. Well, you don't. First of all, that's you that's doing I, that. Yeah, I know, but I just don't want to get into a debate. That's the thing. Well, you don't because it's just differences of opinion, isn't it? It's is differences of, of of opinion, but we're back to the respect thing yeah. now. And the respect thing is, you respect the adults. Y yeah. And college yeah. age kids will always. They might have a difference of opinion but they're never going to get into a full-on... Because if that situation ever arose, an adult would say something. 
yeah. along the lines of just remember the, the, remember the dynamic yeah. here yeah. and this, this yeah. comes back to the whole chiv forget the chivalry thing the question actually isn't is chivalry dead is respect dead yeah I mean it's all part and parcel of the same thing for me really I mean it's like I can't you see, the, the funny thing is, right, whilst someone said to me all those years ago, and that's what, you know, lit me up to, what is benevolism? <laughs> benevolism. Benevolism, is that right? Benevolence. Yes. Oh, I don't know now. Benevolism might, might be, be a word. Yeah. What benevolence? Benevolent sexism. It's the cold, folks, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, another example was child care, child rearing, let's say. You know, the, the man presuming or making statements to that effect that the woman is a better caregiver and a better nurturer of children. Can I ask now? But what is, what that is your opinion true? on that? I, I kind of, gosh, this is such a touchy area, isn't it? Can, and I know people's can, opinions can you, are extremely strong, but... Can you, can you sort of talk you know, about how the world has worked for, for millions of years? How the world has worked for millions of years is, you know, we can't change the fact that it's women that give birth to children. That is a fact, and no one can dispute that. And I think that fact alone means, I'm speaking as a mother, who has given birth to a child I, I don't I'm not I'm not belittling the father's role in this situation at all but there's no way that a man can know what it feels like to carry a baby and then give birth to that baby and then the feelings that arise as a result of that no. my opinion is you know the mother and the father have both got equal roles to play yeah. they're just different roles yeah. and I don't see, you know, it's like the, if you are feeding the baby yourself, a man can't feed the baby no. if you are feeding the baby yourself, yeah. you know? Yeah. If you're bottle feeding, that's a different matter. You can share that. And I know there's things you can do so that the man can feed the baby. You know, if a woman is feeding the baby herself, I realise that, but at the end of the day, primarily, it's going to be the woman's responsibility to feed her newborn baby. Yeah. And that's obviously how it always was pre-bottle. Yeah. You know, we're going back to, you know, times when other forms of milk didn't, ex you know, didn't exist. No. So, I suppose my view is, I'm not saying that women in general are better nurturers I'm just saying that the fact that women give birth to babies, they carry them for that amount of time. They're going to have a different They're bond, They're going to have a they? different feeling to a man. Yeah. I'm not saying that one feeling is better than the other, or one usurps the other. And, and I think my, my overarching worry is, if we knock down all these roles that people fill, who is going to fill those roles? Yeah. Because surely we're heading, we're probably at the point where we've got situations where, well, who, who's, whose job is it to protect and look after this family group? Yeah. Whose job is it to, because I don't think you can, 
do everything yourself. I guess what a lot of people would say is that it's everyone's responsibility to take care of everyone. I don't know, I just feel like when it comes to certainly my experiences in education, my experiences with dealing with different types of family groups, I think that kids respond best to a balanced home yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. That's certainly what I saw as a teacher. Yeah. However that may, may come. Whether However it be, that may come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may be a granddad, you might, know, stepping yeah, up. Yeah. And, and you, know, you know, I saw all sorts of different... You might be a single parent, might you? And yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to do all of these things. Pulling it back. I mean, the thing is that it is all... You see, this whole chivalry thing, I think it is all linked to relationships because I think that in a, in a large part as I've said a couple of times you know the person that I would always do these things for the most is you because because yeah. you're my wife yeah and I would guess that lots of people who are similar to me would operate in a similar way yeah it would be their you know their wife and their family directly that they and that's probably how we've got onto the whole the whole family thing mm. but you know coming back to the sort of point as a whole the question is should I change my ways? No it's, well, no because your ways make you who you are Yeah. don't they? You know you would have to change your entire character Yeah. and then you wouldn't be you no and you, you would only change, change your ways if you if that if you, that was causing some kind of an issue, surely. Yeah. It, and it, 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 does this come down to just plain old relationship dynamics? Well, it could well do, couldn't it? Because, you know... But I guess, you know, it could be just a complete stranger. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking about it. You know, you, you raised the childcare thing. Mm. So you're in a relationship and, let's say, you're the woman and you've got a great job. Yeah. And it and it, it really does pay well. Yeah. And I'm the man. Yeah. And maybe I haven't got a job. Yeah. Well, it would obviously make sense. Yeah. I, I've got I, no issue with that. That at all. I step up. Yeah. That unless you said to me, you see the thing is though in our relationship, if we were in that situation and you said to me, we've had kids I don't want to do my job anymore. Yeah. I want to bring the kids up. Yeah. I'd go, no problem. Yeah. I'll get a yeah. job. Yeah. Similarly, and probably what's more likely is, in that situation, as the man, you would go, don't yeah. worry, you go back to work, I'll, I will cover it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you might need to show me yeah. and teach I me mean, a few things. Personally, when I got pregnant, I presumed that I would take my standard maternity leave and then I would go back to work, probably part-time, but that I would put, to be Bryony in this case, I would put her into childcare and I'd go back to work. But when I actually had her, I couldn't do it. I, I just couldn't leave her. Well, no, and also I, as well, there was no way that you could go back to work, look after Bryony and get the tea on the table at five o'clock. <laughs> but also the price, Dan's joking by the way. <laughs> But also oh. the price of childcare these days, yeah. it makes it almost not worth working. 
No, it does. You know, and, and missing out on all of that time with your child, that's what I didn't want to miss out on. Well, no, it's true. And, you know, I think we, we took... We did take an old-fashioned view in the parents' I guess we did. And that was that we felt that one of us needed to be there. Yeah. Full-time. Yeah. I mean, I just couldn't imagine... Because I, I knew that I wasn't going to have another child when I had well, Brian, because I had lots of issues and I was we, a little bit older. And I think we were also of the opinion, why have we had a child if we're just going to let someone else bring her up? Yeah, I, I am of that opinion, but again, that's a very controversial opinion. Well, that's just, our, that's just our opinion. It is just our opinion. And again, it's like... The thing is, we totally I, respect. The, absolutely. The thing is, I respect that everybody's got a different opinion yeah. and everybody leads their own lives. And I would never interfere with anybody else's lives. No, no. You, you know, you live your life how you want to live your life. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're happy. As long as you're happy. Yeah, as yeah. long as everyone around you is happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Unfortunately, we seem to live in a society now where we seem to think it's our right to comment on everyone else's lives. Yeah. And to tell everyone else how to live their lives. Yeah, I mean, just because that's not how you would live your life doesn't give you the right to tell that person, I don't think. Because taken in that context, every one of the things that you read on the list of benevolent sexism you could understand. Because you might be in a relationship yeah. where you were with someone who liked driving, mm. didn't want to look after the kids, mm. didn't mm. want to mm. do all the cooking, you know, yeah. and so yeah. you... Yeah. I just, I wonder if, there's, if there really are people out there one person out there who ticks all the boxes on that list of benevolent sexism. It feels yeah. like the views of lots of different people all yeah. squashed together yeah. into one. But I could be wrong. I mean, the, the, the bottom line is, I'm not going to change who I am then. No. And I'm very glad about that. I, don't but want, I, don't, I wouldn't want you to change. Equally, though, I think it's a very positive thing and a very refreshing thing to look at who you are every so often absolutely and to think do i need to maybe change mm. a little bit mm. perhaps my view on this that or the other mm. isn't mm -hmm. quite right mm. and so you know it's been a, a strangely positive process looking at this mm. and then us talking about it because mm. we've mm. never really spoken about it before it's always no, just been no. as our relationships develop we've never spoken about it because it's never been an issue i think you know if it was an issue we would have wouldn't we yes so look i, I hope you've enjoyed listening to that i'm sure it will have sparked lots of interesting I'm opinions sure it, i'm sure it will yeah but, but please... just obviously just bear in mind everybody's got a different opinion we respect yes. everyone's opinion yes. is different yes. and you're perfectly entitled to your own opinion absolutely you are yeah. and you know one of the things that we tend not to do because whenever we do it <laughs> we, we get, get we just get in trouble don't we on on our we produce uh, a, a two-weekly video show and we just stay off subjects. Yeah. Because through the, over the years, we've had some really nasty... We have, and we've, we've had threatening letters in letters, the past. Personal letters. Actual sent. letters. <laughs> so um, we, we, we just stay off subjects because yeah. it's like people can't see outside of their own no no that's right and, and that perhaps is the whole problem yeah. that perhaps is the reason why things like benevolence benevolent sexism i just can't say it become don't this, have to say it again <laughs> become this thing where it's being put out there as a, a way of life that people mm. have to adhere to mm. well i'm mm. not going to do it oh well, no 
I'm going to keep respecting you in the way that I always have. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Carla. <laughs> so, folks, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, everybody. And we'll see you in two weeks for another Bakery see Bears you soon. Radio Show. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears Radio Show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.